0: This is how we should do it.
1: It was a bad time for the Empire.
2: <laughs> the Shogun just stayed inside his castle and he never came out.
0: Ew. We're here at Chimp Chat and Chill. It's it's a place. It's a it's not a podcast, it's a place. It's a state of mind. My name is Sonia Campbell. <laughs> I will be the moderator today at our podcast. Here with our indie film crew, minus one, um, we got Margo, producer, writer. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Mike Clark. Yo. What's going on? How you doing? I'm good. I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> uh,
1: it's, yeah. not, not since something.
0: Yep. Yep. Not since something. Yeah. Uh, Mike Clark is our sound guy. Cute. Drew Grubich. Mm. Mm. It's taking a picture of us. Ah, uh, yeah, Drew's cool. Hey. Drew does stuff. Yeah. And Nick Duarte, mm-hmm. director, writer, producer. Cute. hmm an <laughs> And cute. Hey, today, what do you want to talk about? What about if we talk about set etiquette?
3: Ooh. Etiquette. Etiquette.
0: That should be a word. Um, oh. Who was telling me that "stan" is now a word in the dictionary? Like Eminem's. It's like, if, like you're too hardcore of
3: a fan. Uh, I don't know. Or if you're just like a stalker.
0: Yeah, stalker. Uh, it's like yeah. in the dictionary now. Your stan. That's cool. Do you have any Is stans? Is LOL in the dictionary? It should not be. I don't know. Um, I judge people when they use LOL like. I don't like it. Wait, you use it? I use it. I don't I mind it, it when you use it. For some no. reason, it doesn't bother me when you use it. I guess I don't that notice. bothers me I think when Mark <laughs> it. I say it. I prefer I a ha 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 I'm a ha 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 ha. ha, 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 ha you know what? It's because I'm thinking in terms of like, if you're chatting with someone mm-hmm. and they LOL me, I'm like, mm, Like a guy, you know? Oh. No, like, oh, that's creepy. You're an LOL. Not a ha ha. Yeah. Forget it. Also, he he bugs me. He he yeah. from uh, a guy. Mm-hmm.
2: That I, creeps me out.
0: I ja ja. Because it's Spanish. I like ja ja. Ja 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 What do you, are you an LOL guy, Mike?
1: Sure. Not much.
0: Is anybody here an LM? F A O. I'm not. I like a good strong head. <laughs> oh, <laughs> with,
1: a period, with a
0: period. and, yeah. and a haw. So this is All a only
3: time I'll say L O L is if is in the phrase like that legit made me LOL. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's when I'll do
1: it. In,
0: I accept oh, okay. that. Yeah.
1: And yeah. Uh,
3: in I R L, in I
4: R L, uh. in your like <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mike's, the times Mike's tongue I is really them. long.
2: Oh, okay.
0: that is terrible set etiquette to stick out your tongue. You to tongue. <laughs> it
2: depends.
0: Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about set etiquette. Set etiquette. Oh my god, that should be our new thing. Hashtag etiquette. Ah, but a out, but Make no a one's going to pronounce set <laughs> etiquette differently spelled out. It will just be like hashtag set etiquette,
3: right? No. no set Wait. Oh, wait.
0: Wait. Oh, you want me to misspell Etic- it? That's not happening. Yeah.
3: You just put an S in front of
4: etiquette.
0: Yeah, F all that. Okay. Oh, you got to make no hashtags. No. Like
4: maybe it will be
0: in me. you got to make some me hash browns. <laughs> <laughs> Which is another poor thing to do and say on set. So let's... Make, wait,
3: hold on. I want to back up. <laughs> A poor thing to do on set is, is to ask someone some... to make you hash Absolutely. browns.
0: Absolutely. Hash browns. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk I mean, how about How often has that happened to you? Never. But let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about some common <laughs> set etiquette things. Cause you know, when you have a crew and especially when you really know each other, work with each other, you kinda get a little bit lax with set etiquette. Uh-huh. But you gotta always kind of come right back to it every time, especially if there's going to be like a client on set and and you wanna make sure that you have the stuff in place. So like what's some common set etiquette things that people always break that you guys notice
3: um one of the big ones for me a couple of the big ones for me um this doesn't happen too often unless it's like a younger person who's just like very excited uh but understanding that direction to performers needs to come from the director mm-hmm. otherwise it just gets weird and out of control so that's a thing that still continues to happen every once in a while um, another thing and this is uh, a big one, is not being respectful of performers' eyelines.
0: Absolutely, that's and, what I was gonna bring up. Yeah,
3: and I think that's that's a big one that people, uh, you know, because it's easy to, if you're on the crew side, you're, you know, you did your job, you set it up, you set up for the shots, and now you don't think about it anymore, you don't realize like, no, work is still happening, and someone is trying to do their job, which is be in front of the camera, and they see you directly in their eyeline, you know, playing on your phone or doing something else, and it's a uh, it's a distraction. Distraction. Yeah, absolutely. That's
0: one of the first things I learned, especially as a makeup artist, because you're in that person's face so often, and you have a little bit more of a relationship with them than say, you know, other people on yeah. the set because you get to chat with them and you're there while they're going over their lines. And, um, you know, it's a little bit, it's, it's intimate because you're, you're right in their face. You see them without makeup <laughs> and you try to, you, you want them to look, you know, presentable. So you're always right there. Um, but that's the first thing I learned is when you're done, walk away and look away. Because it, it is really weird, especially they're going to be thinking as a makeup artist that you're that something's going on that's wrong. Like, um, why is the makeup artist staring at me? Something wrong with my hair or my makeup or what is going on that she's looking at me, um, or he? Mm,
2: that's right. <laughs> so, Actors can be men too. <laughs> I think you
4: said makeup artist he, right? Yeah, but I got the joke. Makeup artists can be men too. Yes.
2: So it's more it's the most obvious <laughs> when you interact with talent. Mm-hmm. But yes. I, something that i've kind of picked up is is don't interact with people unless they invite you to
0: (laughs) what do you you mean
2: (laughs) that's just a a, rule of life (laughs) serious like when you're on when you're on a set and i i say this and it sounds like i'm being a jerk because it's coming from you know as a producer but coming from every step of the way like don't talk to people unless they tell you to because they're doing their job and they're busy. Talent's the most palpable, obvious version of that. Like if you're, if you're sitting there running lines and trying to go over beats or intentions or whatever, you know, silly actor thing that you're doing, uh, you don't want a, a PA coming up and talking about juice or whatever. Maybe that's
3: that's a fair point, especially if you know if we're talking more specifically about. Um, Younger folks who are people who aren't quite as experienced in getting into uh, being on set for, you know, the first or second or third time um, is really, you know, exciting. You want to come up and you want to start talking to people about all sorts of stuff and you forget that, like, oh, no, they're being paid. They have a job that they need to do.
4: I think the most important thing is, and it's the simplest thing, it's learn how to read a room. It's Mm -hmm. just like, just if you sit back for a quick moment, just watch everything that's going on around you. Then you get a sense, it's like, mm, right now it's not the best time for me to crack a joke, or right now it's not the best time for me to approach this one person. And a lot of people forget that. It's like, a, I, I don't think a lot of people take a step back and actually take a look. Mm-hmm. And that's very, very important.
0: Yeah. Um, another thing that I learned early on was um, you can borrow and ask for other departments' items. Mm-hmm. But make sure you ask for them and return them. (laughs) Because, I mean, there's a lot of common things that everyone needs to use, like grip tape or scissors, Mm -hmm. you know, um, or just weighing something down. Sometimes you just need to do something weird to rig something on a set and you need to borrow something bizarre from another department. But always just don't take it off the table and use it, you know. Mm -hmm. You have to ask, be polite to each other. Um, Going off of
3: that kind of courteousness, uh, mm-hmm. this is a big one is that if you're going into a pre-existing location that you leave that location better than you found it yes uh, oh, yeah. that no matter what the situation is you absolutely have to put that location back the uh-huh. way that it was if not better Campground. Yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. campground
0: philosophy mm-hmm. um, another thing is uh, you know th- they're There's a lot to learn on sets. There's a lot of different people, especially if it's a larger production. But it's really important to know what everyone's roles are besides your own. Um, Another, you know. Study the call sheet. Yeah.
4: one of the first things that I learned.
0: And another one of the first things that I learned is is, um, if you have questions, go to the AD. That's your go-to person. Um, you don't go to the director if you don't have to. You know, um, the AD should have the answers to every question. Go to the AD for when's what's the next shot? When's the next shot? You know, when are we breaking? Things like that that you aren't sure about. Um, but again, you know, you got to use judgment on when to ask these questions.
2: And definitely do ask. Just make sure you're asking the right person. Yeah, right. right. Even maybe the first question should be. Hey, who do I talk to if I have questions? That's because if even if somebody said that to you, Nick, yeah. as you're directing, you would go, oh, yes. sure, go talk, Indeed. to, go that, talk is, to yeah. That, yeah. that
3: is the least off-putting thing possible. Right. If if someone comes up, pretty much to any position and mm-hmm. yeah. is brand new, right out the gate, and says, "Who do I talk to about questions?" You that that's such a mature thing to mm-hmm. do.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it, kind of a global note is, is just be nice to people, too, because there's a thousand people that can do what you're doing mm-hmm. um, at any level across the board, Yeah. except for you, Nick, because you're, <laughs> you're a special snowflake. Um,
0: so, just yes. yeah, just
2: be nice, because that's how you get hired again, and that's how people want to work with you, and clients have repeat business. And, yeah. mm-hmm. um, yeah.
0: Now,
4: everyone's replaceable. Like. In any business, not yes. just this business,
0: you know. This one is a little bit funny. Um, I wouldn't say touchy, but we, I'll ask Drew specifically. What do you think it's about? about craft it's No, it's about li- <laughs> lingo, our funny ways of saying things like C47s, hi hats, uh, video village, Apple well, box hats is like an I'm just reading cool. something from off my phone. Okay. <laughs> Did you write it? No, I'm looking at it. Stingers, C47, sticks, babies, hi hats. Gary Coleman. I don't know what, a, what is Gary Coleman. It's a short C stand. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of these things like
1: are actual. I, I understand that, okay. but
0: that's not what I'm going for here. I'm Sorry. saying there's some that are kind of silly, goofy, C47's and funny. C47 is the dumbest
4: fucking.
0: Thing <laughs> yes. And it's a fury. So, um, going how- to be in a bin. <laughs> what is your what is your viewpoint? On, I think that Mike has a different viewpoint on. Sorry, let me just um, make this
3: point real fast. Film production C forty seven. It takes more syllables to say that <laughs> than a close close pin. It makes no sense whatsoever. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I
0: think my, my on big, set, it's not a close anymore.
2: <laughs> my big issue with the whole like martini shot and magic hour and C forty seven and stinger is when people say they have this weird air of air (laughs) a-i-r how clever i am and how in on the joke i am you know let's let's just put a gary coleman over here (laughs) it's kind of like we're in this club together and other people aren't even though everybody around is a filmmaker and i feel there is some elituses like c47 was probably funny genuinely funny in 1953 when it first happened (laughs) and then and then over the years it's just like
0: "Mm,
2: i i'm so clever it's like um calvin peeing on stuff on your that calvin sticker that's how that's how the
0: best one i ever saw is calvin peeing on a bin laden head
4: yeah
2: I, I personally, I, I can't. Lingo makes me throw up in my mouth, but that's true of any industry that has its own. It, yeah, vernacular. there's and there's
0: catchphrases that go around, and, and I think It's just obnoxious. I don't, I don't use them, but I'm a little bit jealous when I hear all of those phrases <laughs> that the grips use among each other because I'm like, that's cool. They're not saying it to sound pretentious. They're, they're trying to communicate to each other the things yeah. they need and want. So we
2: just started just making stare. up our own, which is. Probably how this stuff happened in the first place because it's very fun when you make it own
0: yeah. Sometimes it is, yeah. Um, so tell me, tell me a time, Nick, as a director, when someone don't not say who, I mean, I'll say
3: who <laughs> it was Drew or it was Mike <laughs>
0: yeah. when someone broke a set etiquette. It could be major or minor, but it just really bothered you. Like maybe it bothered you the rest of the day.
3: Oh, I don't know if anything necessarily really bothers me for a whole day For um, an hour. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, part of the job is, you know, you have to just, you, you know, uh, you have to move on quickly because if something's right. bothering you for the whole day, then it's as a distraction and you're not there in the moment and you're not doing your job that you're being paid to do or mm-hmm. uh, if you're making, you know, your own project that you spend all this time thinking about. Um, yeah, I, I think the, the biggest thing that gets to me is any sort of lack of respect for talent. Um, because it's a, it's, uh, you know, in in the other positions, you know, I, I know what it's going to look like if I put the camera here Mm -hmm. or, you know, I have an idea of what it is going to be, you know, you put this light here and you put this thing in front of it, you know what you're going to get out of it. You know, you can say that for pretty much any position, but, um, something like acting where it's so emotional based and Mm -hmm. so personal distractions and insecurities and uh-huh. all of those things that go along with being a person can get in the way and quickly influence a performance really yeah. vastly. Um, and so that's, that's the one kind of go-to thing for me is that mm-hmm. if it's affected the performance in some sort of negative way, that's the one that probably bugs me more than Have
0: you had that happen, like actually like have an example of something like that that happened.
3: Yeah. So. Um, You know, I think it's, uh, you know, saying that there was some sort of issue with the way that they were doing something or Mm. the way that they looked. Um, And it's a conversation that's in their earshot type of thing. Yeah. Um,
0: You have to be very delicate.
3: Yeah. And it's I don't want to paint actors as these like delicate flowers but I also there's like a pragmatic part of it that if you know put yourself in that position you're on camera something's recording Mm -hmm. every move everything that you're doing um it's very very easy to become self-aware self-awareness is poison to acting right and so it's I guess it's anything that brings them Mm -hmm. that additional level of self-awareness being an
2: actor the the level that a lot of times you have to to get to especially in film not necessarily commercial work as much but to be vulnerable and emotional and showing who you are as a person if you're a good actor it it genuinely like the 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 feeling of self-awareness and embarrassment is like if someone was pointing a camera directly at your butthole Okay. Like imagine, imagine having <laughs> to show your bottle and you're like, ooh, is it colored weird? Or is it like is it look okay? <laughs> like is there too much hair? That's an interesting like, that's analogy.
0: How you feel as an actor. <laughs> you're
2: like, hey, look at my insides and what I'm trying to do here. And like, do I suck at this? Is it bad? Are people gonna like it? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's really and really awkward
0: I really think even the mm-hmm. most um, you know seasoned actors still feel that way as well so it's across the board mm-hmm. um, you, you do have to be very respectful yeah. of talent
4: I don't think there's ever been an actor that just says yeah I'm really good at this stuff and I can just do whatever
0: right yeah I think
3: yeah. a lot of actors they're aware of that perception mm-hmm. and so they'll try to go out of their way to be like oh no 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 it's fine Like you guys don't have to sweat it but you can, you can see it yeah. you absolutely can see it
0: but yeah, Mike, you've been on a lot of sets. Can you think of a, a time where someone broke set etiquette that it really bothered you? I mean, it had to—it fa- must happen all the time as a sound guy that you notice it.
1: Um, uh, keeping names out of the, uh, the podcast, uh, one time I saw a director um, publicly, no. Is it
4: me?
1: <laughs> I saw a director publicly insult an actor in the middle um. of a set. And actually, not the actor, uh, makeup artist in the middle of the set, and that that really bothered me because stuff like that. If you have a problem with personnel, you take them off to the side and address them, uh, you know, one on one. Versus, you know, uh, no. Close
0: to it, close to <laughs> okay, it. I was just taking a um, guess. <laughs> uh,
1: close to it. Uh, okay. So yeah there was that um i've seen um some people uh take stuff in, which well steal things um uh. and i brought that up uh to people um how do you feel about drug use on man? uh abs- i mean even if you have a card it's not going to fly by you <laughs> you know i mean in, in los angeles okay yeah i mean go Feel free, you know, do whatever. It's you're not gonna really make friends with me if you're smoking dope on set. Um, but I mean, <laughs> no. Generally speaking, now if you do it around me and I see you, we're. We're not going to be able. Yeah,
0: the I think that just goes way beyond set etiquette. That's into just like being That's stupid job, and right? ridiculous. Oh, yeah. no,
1: but it happens, and it's part of Hollywood. It's, it it goes is. back to the earliest days. For sure. And, I mean, I've seen people. I've seen people do blow on set.
0: Yeah, you see and, it.
1: I mean, I've seen people smoke on set, and it, you know, uh, some people let it fly. Uh, mm-hmm. Some people don't have issues with it. I have issues when it starts leading into the upper management levels. Yeah. When a director is doing it that's when I'll definitely speak up to a producer Mm -hmm. about that because the producer, the director reports reports to the producer. producer's Mm -hmm. in charge above all else. So if I see a director doing something that I don't like, I'll take it to the producer. Um, And I've had issues with that because if something happens on set, and it's found that the director was under the influence of something. Tripping balls. Then tripping balls. <laughs> um, you know. Then the entire production is vulnerable mm-hmm. and at risk. Uh, versus like if it's if it's a grip or a gaffer or something like that. It's it's just as bad, but oh, I think you're, that person.
3: Go ahead. Yeah, I I have a couple thoughts on that. So Mm -hmm. if it's, you know, in a grip or gaffing type of position, now you're looking at safety. Mm -hmm. Uh, Safety's been compromised as a result of that. Um, On the upper management side, I think it's really important for, you know, people to realize that if you're in any sort of leadership role, um, you're not just there to... uh, have your voice heard, or whatever it is. If you're a department head, or if you're a director, or if you're a producer, a uh, big part of it is you're also managers, and mm-hmm. you're in a management position. And the way that you treat people uh, is a huge, huge component of the position. So you know, like you're talking about that that director who um, you know verbally attacked a makeup artist. Like that's mm-hmm.
4: that's not okay.
3: That's not remotely okay. Uh, in any sort of position because that's just not how you would do that properly as a manager. You have a problem with somebody, you know, it's the praise publicly, uh, chastise or scold privately mm-hmm. uh, mantra that, you know, applies to most industries and film isn't um, separate from that.
0: Definitely. Again, it also goes
4: back to everything in this industry is, in a sense, reputation based mm-hmm. and it's not just your reputation artistically, it's also your reputation, you know, on a personal level mm-hmm. and who you are and that automatically makes people not want to work with you in the future Mm -hmm. and it writes people off and it really does blacklist people and I really do feel that a lot of that is an older mentality like an older generation mentality where it's like oh well I'm in charge I can berate anyone and that's not
0: the case
4: it really needs to be respectful all across board like Mm -hmm. you should be as respectful you know like, if you're upper management, you should be as respectful as you are to the director as you are to, like, a PA.
0: Definitely. Also...
2: Oh, no, go ahead. Don't um, have sex with subordinates. <laughs> and if yeah. you have sex with peers, <laughs> know that everyone will know. Yes. yes. Um, that, that's like... I mean, it sounds like a joke, but that's a real thing. No, what we'll do, <laughs> do what you want, but everyone will know. Yeah. And that could cause the perception of favoritism uh-huh. or of... A, Conflict and it could lead to conflict. Just like yeah. any
0: job. It's like any job, right. Mm-hmm. Just because everyone is
2: attractive and, mm-hmm. you know, there's lots of booze and, and, finger banging and 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 porta potties it's still a job. And it's still, you know, if you're you're going to date your your group, everybody knows that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just, um, I've been on sets where it was real, like, strangely loose. Behind the director's back, though, you know, Mm -hmm. like, middle of the day, working on uh, makeup when girls, they're also working on hair, and then some... I don't remember what position she had. Um, Comes with a six pack of beer in the middle of the shoot, you know. And they're all drinking. And I and I was like, "Why are you drinking beer right now? We're still shooting." And I I was pissed, you know. I just found that completely ridiculous, disrespectful, and like I've never seen anything like that before. After is fine, obviously, but in the middle, it was like noon, um, and someone went on a beer run. But, like, you were saying to hit on the point of respect, that's a big deal. The, the set that the three of us met on for the first time, <laughs> that guy had no respect for his crew. Um, yeah. No respect for our time, no respect for the talent, no respect for the art of filmmaking. Okay, I got fired,
2: but never told. <laughs> I just didn't receive the call sheet.
0: Yeah. That was how I got fired. Strange. He, that guy, the director, yelled at me for being in the shot, and I didn't know which direction they were filming in the first place.
3: He kept doing this thing where he didn't really reveal the schedule to anybody. And so, like, when we would get behind schedule, he would say this thing perfect. Perfect. This is exactly (laughs) where we were supposed to be. And it's like, I, I don't think that's the case anymore, man. I think we're really far behind.
2: And that director's name? <laughs>
0: James. Oh, James, James Cameron. Oh. James Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he went on to be very unsuccessful. i <laughs> do
2: a quick thing, because
3: I feel like Drew will have a lot to say about this. I'm tripping balls.
1: So <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, we're done professionally.
3: So we spent a bunch of time like talking about how great <laughs> actors are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew, what are some set etiquette or general etiquette things though that actors do i.e in the audition process the submission
0: oh
4: oh uh,
2: that they they should not do
4: please listen there's
2: a story here
1: Mm.
4: okay there's i have stuff to follow up on. oh
2: there's so much um (laughs) for one uh actor to actor don't ever give another actor notes just don't just don't because you're saying I'm a better actor than you. Let me tell you what to do.
0: But we're saying in the audition. No, I know, but that's just that's a, good that's just that. a, that is that's a good, just a, I could just thing. imagine that would be awful. Just shut yeah. up.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, of course I do it all the time. <laughs> but,
0: uh, audition
2: process. There's a couple of things you should know. Um, one is no one cares about your resume. Like at all. The first thing we look at is your special talents. <laughs> more, more than and that's more important than anything is is your your audition. If your audition is great, we might go back and look and see. Oh, where did they train? What what have they done? But no one is going to go. Oh my gosh, they
0: were in an episode of
2: CSI. Let's cast them.
0: Yeah, not to say they shouldn't submit their resume. No, you should because somebody you should might it. want to see it, it and it, it might matter. It's professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
3: But I pe- guess I guess maybe the the deeper thing there is that people know when you are name dropping in Uh any sort of way. Uh So let us find our way to it. Don't keep bringing up that time that you worked on CSI. Yeah,
2: just be, just give a good audition. And um, after you audition, I absolutely promise you that if we want to use you, (laughs) we will contact you. Uh, Because the email that says that I'm going to email you about Checking where the audition process is this weekend is—I like, mm-hmm. just saw two hundred people. Like I got, and now I have hundred and ninety emails asking about
4: mm-hmm.
2: if they can email me this weekend and ask us if the directors made a decision.
0: What about this receipt thing? Receipt of you, you received the email. Oh gosh,
2: yes. I was gonna say the receipt uh. thing. Like no, I don't really keep track. But, you
0: know, <laughs> that's a different. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's a different topic. <laughs> um, the and this I please actors i don't know when this became a thing and i don't know i don't know why and i'm sorry if i sound like a dick but but if your email says here's my attachment please write back to let me know you got it like that no. that drives me nuts think like that drives me nuts now i have, that to what what that says to me is you are going to be very hard to work with and you're going to be very high maintenance and you're not somebody i want to bring in to hand to Nick, who's then gonna to have to deal with your, right. you know, idiosyncras- idiosyncrasies mm-hmm. or, um, or...
0: Anxiety. Anxiety mm-hmm. or
2: whatever it may yeah. be. You're gonna bring all that onto set. So just just be cool, just be cool. Yeah. And if you're good and we wanna use you, we will, we definitely will.
0: Right, there's also no need to that follow that A
2: lot up. of the time, it's,
3: it's not that we don't wanna use you. Mm-hmm. It's just that you just, we're not the right look for the part, the right fit for the part. Yeah, right, yeah. it's not, it's about not even you. about your you yeah. or your talent. You could
2: be amazing, and we don't cast you because we because wanted a redhead, or you know, yeah. there could be so many things. So as an actor, like just just know that it's not you, yeah. You know, and and leave us alone.
4: <laughs> Everyone cliches the whole like we'll call you, don't call us. But it mm-hmm. is really true. It's like as a casting director, you have so many things to do. It's not just going and watching through these tapes. It's actually being in contact with a lot of, you know, the crew and trying to figure out logistics and, like, mm-hmm. trying to figure out, you know, right. contracts and things like that and, and so many other things that just go on with that yeah. that you're taking time away from me from actually right. making a decision. Or, like, if I have 200 videos to look through, you are taking time away from me from doing that. Like, right. I don't have that time to
0: switch. Like, I know, like... This is a case where it's not like any regular job where you're going for a job interview. There's common advice, and I don't think it's very good advice, to follow up and, and, and see, hey, um, mm-hmm. just making sure that blah, 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 blah. Don't that do that. That makes
3: sense if it's like a one-on-one meeting. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. if you're if you're having a one on one meeting with somebody, then
0: what what kind of one on one meeting?
3: I don't know.
2: Like, like, (laughs) I really like you for this part. Let's go talk.
3: Yes, that type of thing. Or you know, if you scored a one on one meeting with a casting director, not for a particular project or job, Mm. it's just that one on one meeting.
0: But not a casting
3: call. But if you yeah, if you're in a casting call and you know that Mm -hmm. you're one of twenty or one of two hundred people. You know, be self-aware yeah. about it. Leave your insecurities someplace else.
0: Follow the directions. Only do what it says to do in the casting call. Yeah. And that's all you have to do. That's it. There's nothing more. There's nothing to do before, after. There's only submit what was asked of in the email or the casting notice. And if it's online, do not put a message in the comments that says, I'm interested or available. And we get this a lot. Um, you know, as a local company, our friends who are actors will... Bug us. And it's like, it's not about friendship. It's not about anything has to do with whether you know these people or not. It's only about if you're right for the role. That's mm-hmm. it. It's nothing personal. And a lot of times fact, it has to
3: do it, with chemistry too of... If you're not, you know, if someone else is being considered for the lead and you're being considered for one of the supporting parts, it's how do you fit with that, with person. that
0: person? That's true, too. There's just so many factors it has nothing to do with the person. And I've had people who are like, well, I'm automatically in because I know you. And it's like, no, not at all. That's yeah. not the case. In mm-hmm. fact, it makes me not want to work with you anymore. <laughs> Drew, did you have something else?
3: Actually, I want to make I one note did, on the, going back to the weird CSI thing. Um,
0: <laughs> every actor's been in CSI. Well, get over it.
3: <laughs> well, because every department head also has their, or department person, every crew member has their version of it. Um, oh, that's true. And, and it's like, me
4: for my big show? Just <laughs> uh,
3: the thing is, it makes sense when you're trying to get the job, you want to make sure that people are aware of what you've done and what your experience level is.
2: Once you that's get fantastic. the job. Once
3: you get the job shut the fuck up about all the other big jobs that you've worked on because we've all worked on big jobs. Uh You know, at a certain point, like we do not, we do not care what it was like when you did this thing and you're not doing us a favor, you've been hired for this job. Uh And it comes across as extremely insecure uh, when you do that. And the thing is, I've I've noticed this, and maybe I get so upset about it because I've noticed this in myself at times, of doing that and mm-hmm. being like, why am I doing that? What what is the thing in my brain that mm-hmm. is saying name drop this? Yeah. Like it's a weird like you mm-hmm. don't have to do that anymore, Nick. And it, it it's an insecurity thing. Yeah. It's, it's a status yeah. thing. Yeah, and uh, you know, and I notice that other people do the exact same thing when it it no longer serves their purpose, mm-hmm. uh, and it becomes a ugh,
0: yeah, I don't really notice that to be honest, um, but that's from my perspective. I haven't noticed people doing that in casting and such, you know. Um, but must be something different where people are trying to impress you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't
3: know. I've noticed it.
0: Have you noticed that a lot? Jim? Yeah, for acting. Yeah, and even for crew. Yeah. For
2: yeah, sure. for crew and really.
0: In um, the for crew? Crew and acting. Yeah,
4: I think that's what he was referring to. Yeah. But for never sure in acting.
2: Under- underestimate the power of being <laughs> nice. Oh. Thank you. And blowjobs. Oh, God.
4: Uh. Nice
2: blowjobs. Yeah. Just never <laughs> underestimate the power of being, of being nice and being a pleasant human being. Yeah. yeah. That that will overtake talent many times and overtake any accomplishment you've had.
3: Because people want to work with people that they want to work with. Like mm-hmm. If you enjoy working with that person, you will find a reason to try to work with them again. Mm-hmm. And you will also just kind of psychologically you will think that they are more talented like it just it just becomes an, a, a you can't be objective about it anymore
0: <laughs>
3: drew excluded oh, i actually don't like working with drew. That's
0: true. that's cute any any final words on set etiquette and etiquette with casting
4: well not for casting but for sure for set etiquette um and this is for you know people who are starting out like the pas and everything and Yes, we were talking about them being super eager and needing to be self-aware and not just assuming things or going up to the director and talking to them. Um, I learned this actually a long, long time ago. A producer once told me, he's like, um, if you want to succeed, it's always be busy. And I get it. There's a lot of downtime Mm -hmm. in film, but there's a lot of things that need work on that can help you in the end. You know, when everyone's trying to wrap, if you've already taken care of, you know, cleaning up. When everyone else yes. is doing stuff, yeah, we—that's the thing. It's like you're good
0: because you've already saved so much time. We've had PAs that are so on the ball, um, yeah. and they're going to go so far in their careers. Yes. But we just always want to work with them as much as possible, yeah. you know, while they were here because they're so great, yeah. you know. And and these are, we're talking about PAs. You can go so far as a PA and be like everyone's doing. Above and beyond, yes. Yeah, like have a water bottle before you even ask for one. You know, there's just things that. We've had
3: those people where it's just like, you are going to have an incredible
2: career.
0: Right. And
2: last little snippet, uh, absolutely go ham on craft services because we already paid for that shit. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, catering is just just taking it home. So, eat it, take some home in your hat, I don't care. (laughs) I want you well fed and happy. So go
4: ham. Oh my, I thought you were gonna put the song Ham. No. No,
2: yeah. this is, yeah, he doesn't fuck with Anya.
4: Sonia. He said did. he had a lot of enemies,
1: <laughs> but he killed more people than that. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: Alright, that's the end of the podcast. Bye.